Hi, my name is Chris Crane. I'm a, a gastrointestinal radiation oncologist. I work at Memorial Sloan Kettering, and there I also serve as vice chairman of the radiation oncology department. The use of preoperative radiation is very firmly established in patients with globally advanced rectal cancer. Uh, particularly in Scandinavia, short-course radiation has been the standard for a very long time, and there are multiple randomized trials that clearly establish that when surgery is planned and performed, that there's a similar outcome in terms of local tumor control, disease-free survival, and overall survival compared to long-course radiation with chemotherapy. There are now three trial, trials showing that. So it's, it's really not uh, controversial that short-course has a similar outcome. But short-course radiation in one week gives the radiation in large doses per fraction, and it has potential for higher long-term toxicity. The one limitation, I think, to the data regarding that is, is GI function. So the thing that concerns me about short course, the use of short-course radiation is when the uh, anal sphincter, anal canal need to be treated. Because in the Dutch TME trial and the MRCC07 trial, which use preoperative short-course radiation followed by TME versus TME alone, both of them had the same randomization, the patient-reported outcomes reported very significantly worse rates of fecal incontinence. Now, that did not compare to long course, but the only other data set that we have with patient-reported outcomes it comes from the entire National Health Service of the United Kingdom, where they sent out surveys to all patients who had received radiation for rectal cancer. And this numbered well over 1,700 res people responding. And there was an increased risk of fecal incontinence in, among patients who had short course versus long course radiation. So Patient-reported outcomes are inherently somewhat subjective, and certainly you can have biases about who responds, but I think as far as that endpoint goes, uh, fecal incontinence is fairly objective. It either happens or it doesn't. So the bottom line from that is it's not, it, the hazard ratio, by the way, was 0.64 protective for long course versus short course of uh, significant fecal incontinence. And so, the reason that it, it's a concern is that if a patient has a proctectomy or, or subtotal uh, proctectomy and they have their anal canal radiated to large doses per day, they're, they're going to have frequency and urgency for sure from the surgery. And then if they lose sensation of the an anal canal, then that's going to lead to incontinence. The most concerning thing about it for me is that uh, if someone is, is going to need, if they have a low rectal cancer and they're going to need a whole, a total proctectomy, I would prefer to use long course in those patients. Otherwise, I think short course is actually a very fair um, option uh, that with, with no, with very little doubt, downside, we certainly have been using short course during the COVID pandemic in order to reduce the risk of patients to, to the virus by minimizing the number of treatments. But the long-term functional consequences of treating the, the anal canal with, with short course in patients who are gonna have surgery is a significant concern. The other concern is that if non-operative management 
is part of the possibility in, in the patient's future. And, and by that, I mean basically treating patients with total neoadjuvant therapy, which includes full Fox chemotherapy followed by chemoradiation or vice versa sequenced differently. It may be possible that they will not have surgery in the event of a complete response, which is what we do at our institution then the best data we have and the only data we have is with long course chemo radiation. And certainly there's, there's, there's a bias towards using long course in those settings by most of the faculty at our institution. And, and it could be that short course offers the same complete response rate and the same ultimate tumor control rate as long course, but we simply do not have that information yet. And in fact, the OPRA study, which is presented at ASCO this year, was a sequencing study of Long course chemo radiation followed by Folfox versus Folfox followed by long course chemo radiation. And then, if there's a complete response, they were observed. And in that study, so it was basically a sequencing question, short course was not part of it. But the best TME free survival, uh, really, that's ever been reported was in that study. And that was with long course chemo radiation followed by chemotherapy over 60% TME-free survival. So it, it's not a direct comparison, and, and comparison across studies is, is very difficult. But I think the bottom line, the other concern is that we want to move into this direction of non-operative management, and we want the best responses and the best opportunity to not do surgery, especially in the low rectal cancers. So I think to summarize, uh, in our practice now, short-course radiation is used very commonly for upper rectal tumors, but when the tumors in the low rectum, uh, that, those are the ones that we want to do non-operative management on, and those are the ones we want to spare. We want to protect the anal canal as much as possible. We use long-course chemoradiation. So these are both acceptable options, but I think there may be nuances that, that, favor, uh, that favor the long course. But otherwise, I think short course is fine because it reduces the local tumor failure and has similar uh, progression-free and overall survival.